Lounging with Kristen and Jack is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. They used to be lounging in the lounge. Now they're just lounging. Lounging in a new lounge. Listen to the sound jams coming out their mouths. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a good laugh. With Kristen and Jack in the lounge. Hello, Kristen. Dr. Jack said you'd show up looking just like you got out of bed. I see he knows you very well. Want some coffee? The break room is down the hall and clearly I'm not a real person so I can't get it for you. Dr. Jack was having problems keeping real people on board. The doctor will see you soon so have a seat until he's ready for you. By the way my name is Odyssey. I really enjoyed last week's podcast although you really have a filthy mouth. Hope you can clean that up this week. I know you'll try. Oh, there's the red light. Dr. Jack uses a red light in your honor. Go on in and have a great session. Please use the tip jar. A girl's got to work. Oh, I have a new receptionist. Thank you, Odyssey. Thank you so much for welcoming Kristen in such a nice way. Odyssey. <laughs> yes, yes. Well. I, uh, you know, she's a... Uh, she used to be employed down the street, uh, but... Um, she she was available, so you know. Is that right. Mm-hmm. You, sir, are a smartass. <laughs> Could you hear all the things she was saying? I did hear some things she was you saying. Yeah, she's I not really a she's not a, all of them. She's <laughs> she's not a real person, you know. I can't afford a real person, so I get she's that. a she's a virtual assistant. She yeah. Yeah. So I can't shank Odyssey is what you're saying. I can't I, kick that's her I, ass. No, you can't. She's, She's not wow. real. <clears throat> no, like most no. of your friends. That's fine. Right. Hello, Kristen. <laughs> I sent you uh, on your phone, just for fun, I sent you two pictures because I had to. Right. I can't you see them. You have to discuss them right this second. You don't have your phone? Yeah. I have my phone, but I'm using That's how I play all our stuff is on my phone. My phone oh, is not on my phone gonna, is not available to me right now. You're going to need to look at it. I am? Oh, God, yeah. Jesus. Okay, mm-hmm. talk while talk amongst yourselves while I do well, this. Well, I don't know if you've watched any of the Queen's funeral. I have not watched a single second of it. Not one second. I, I'm fine uh, with that. I had um, Adam had one of his friends over here uh, for the game the other day. Uh, if you've ever watched The Boys on Amazon Prime... He has a major role in, he has a major role, this guy, in season three. Oh. Um, and uh, he's very British. And I said, so um, how did the queen die? And he said <laughs> that father time and mother nature had gotten together and murdered her. Oh. So I thought that was good. I he's said, are you sad? Then. I said, are you sad you're not there? And he said, fuck no. Okay, see? So, and you thought every British person had her picture in their house. I, don't I think said so. a lot A lot of people did, that's what I yeah, said. I don't think. All right, what am I looking at? Was it an email or a text? No, I sent you a text. I sent you two okay. screenshots by text. One of them applies to this conversation. Uh, it is Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York. Have you seen that? <clears throat> 
Of the Gastonia Fergusons? Yeah, no, that one. The Sarah that was married to Prince Andrew. I know. I know you're talking about. I have no pictures. I sent you two. Okay. All right. How dare you? Oh. Well, again, I had my phone. phone. Uh, no, I know how to work my phone. I just... Uh, you got it? Uh, no, I don't have it. Oh, no wonder. I had it on airplane mode. Yeah. That's yeah. just... Yeah. They'll be coming in shortly. You'll hear them well, when they hit. Here we go. There's one. Well, what's Attachment. odd about Sarah, though, I have to talk about this for a minute. Because, you know, Sarah and Diana were, were pals, and they used to yes. poke fun about everything and... And Sarah was mm-hmm. cute. She was never beautiful. I thought Diana was beautiful. Sarah was cute. You know, she was the redheaded one. And um, she and Andrew divorced long ago. But did you know they still live together? No. What? I didn't That's know that. That's weird. Yeah, they still live in the same house, although it's a 30-bedroom house. So I guess you could not have to spend a lot of time with anybody if you didn't want to in a 30-bedroom right. house. Um, but, you know, they got the Queen's Corgis. They got the dogs. The dogs were right. left to them. No. That's crazy. Anyway, so I, was, I saw a brief thing about the, the cor- where the Corgis were going to be, because somebody on Facebook was talking about, what happens to our, all of our dogs, all of our animals? And so Prince Andrew, who may end up in jail at some point, I don't know, because he was involved in all that Epstein shit. He's already been stripped of his title. Right. <laughs> He has no rank in the military. He is. No. He's up Shit's Creek. But anyway. It's very strange. And I thought, well, what happens to the dogs if he if if something happens to him? And then somebody said, oh, well, Sarah will take care of him. And I said, dumbass. They got divorced about a bajillion years ago. And that person said to me, dumbass, she still lives with him. And I said, what? Wow. So then I, I had to Google that. that. And I saw her picture and went, holy shit, she has not aged well. Did, are you are you seeing it? Did you get it yet? I saw that, but I don't believe that's Bridget Fonda for a second. Wait a minute. I'm talking about Sarah, the Duchess oh, of York. Oh, did you oh, see oh. the picture of Sarah? I did. I saw the picture of her. Looks like her. She has not aged well. John well, how long great. has it been, though? It's been 25 years since Diana since passed. Since I've seen her, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys used to hang out, right, at uh, Amos's? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, not but a few minutes after that, I saw, I was looking for stuff to talk about on the podcast, and it said, Bridget Fonda sighted, spotted, she's rarely ever out. The last time somebody got a picture of her was like 2007. And I don't know why that is, because Bridget Fonda right. was beautiful. I thought she was so pretty. Very I thought attractive. she was in a couple of movies in like she 2010, no. 2012, something like that. No, she's lived in seclusion for a really long time. She never goes out of the house. But but the paparazzi, because she never comes out, sits right. there and waits. They wait for her. And that picture that I sent you, sir, is Bridget Fonda. And I will post it on our Facebook page if you have not seen it. It is beyond. But usually you can spot somebody... Even if they've put on some weight, you can still recognize their facial features. Open it. If you drag that out, it absolutely is her. Okay. I drug it out. Yipes. Wow. Yipes. Now, I don't know if she has a medical condition or I I couldn't really find much info on her. She just disappeared. She didn't disappear, uh, though. She still lives in L.A. I haven't... um, I hadn't thought about her or seen her in, in a long time, and I guess that's um, 
It's odd that she, she kind of disappeared. God, she was so. She was everywhere for she for. for I don't a hot know. It minute. seems like yeah. The there, 90s. there was. Um, she played in. Pardon me. She played in uh, some. Some movie where she was like turned into an agent. You know, like she was at the school, and or she was a uh, juvenile delinquent, and they. Uh, instead of putting her in jail, they put her in this place and train her to be an assassin. Do you remember that movie? 21 Jump Street? No, that's no, a different thing. Eh. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. dig that one up. But she was, I just always thought she was so pretty. And I saw that picture and I, I if I had been on the couch, I'd have fallen off of it. Right. I'd have fallen right off the, can you believe it? No, I didn't. I can't. I did not believe it. I can't. Clearly Aunt Jane has not been helping her they must not speak because jane wouldn't allow for that well jane would be over uh, there with her dumbbells and her i mean did she have something tragic happen in her life did, well, did i don't she know I don't, husband I don't, pass or i don't know leave her or, I, don't I have know. no idea what's happened i know she's wearing polyester pants and awful horrible flat shoes and a in a horrible i mean <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I really, I, that one's got me all stymied. I got, I have no idea. But I will now post it on the Facebook page. That's lounging with K and J. Don't be too judgy now, you know. Easy. You could have a well, picture of me up there one day in my stretchy britches. <laughs> and you'll make fun of me too. I know I'm you. I'm trying to think of what my, what were the stretchy britches that my grandfather wore? Wait a minute. I got to think of it. Were the Hagar? Were the Hagar slacks? Were those Might stretchy? be where they have the stretchy waistband where no matter how big your stomach is, you can still wear them. I think so. Those were the ones. Yeah. There was a brand that he liked. Sansa Belt. Old man pants. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Sansa Belt was the uh, the trademarked uh, elastic stretchy part of the pants that allowed them to get larger as the wearer got larger. A belt not required. Yeah. No, you didn't. the belt was built in. He would wear yeah. a belt, but I'm saying they were slacks. They looked like you maybe are going, you're kind of dressed up, but then you wear the wife beater with it because you're going yeah. out to work on the RV. That was my grandfather. Casual, dressy, not much difference. Wife yeah. beater with the Hagar slacks. Yeah. But, you know, to me, it's no longer dressy when the wife beater has spaghetti stains on the front of it. That's as long as it's it? white... As long as it's white and clean, it's very dressy. It can be used for dress occasions. But once you spill can. spaghetti, once you put spaghetti all down the front. Too late, too much. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, too too coffee much, yeah. Okay? Coffee. No, coffee's not okay. Any kind no of stain. Stains. Okay. Any any, any kind of spillage, that that's when it's no longer a dress item. That's the way well, I look at it. All right. I think there are people who would disagree. I could name one, but I'm not going to I'm not going to start naming <laughs> local names cuz then <laughs> No, don't don't name you know local who I'm people. Talking about. I do on a local <laughs> podcast. Don't do that. You know exactly. You're you and I are both thinking of the same person. No, right come on now. Yep. Why? Why in the world? Hey, hey, you know who I saw down here? We didn't podcast last week. No, we didn't. Um, what happened? 
You know, I've been packing. I'm getting ready to move. I, I will soon arrive in Charlotte. I don't know if there's going to be like a motorcade or trumpets or a red carpet or I don't know what's happening. There might you guys be some figure sort all of, that out. There might be a roadblock at the Mecklenburg County line. The sheriffs <laughs> may have gotten uh, wind that you're coming back. They may uh-huh. have been acting on uh, behest of the mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Vi keep... and I get along fine. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you the uh, uh, so we didn't we didn't podcast last week because I've been packing. I was trying to work extra, and it just I found like three things to talk about, and I said, you know what? I'm and I'm wasn't going to talk about the queen any yeah. more, and that was really all that was in the news. That was it. Yeah. Except it somebody compl- did tell me that Sidney Poitier died, and I had that listed in my RIP, <laughs> and then I realized that was that was in January. Yeah, he's been dead for several. So somebody almost a year. Somebody whose name I won't mention had the incorrect information, but was very upset that he had passed. Oh and sure. So mm-hmm. That person actually listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, so I don't think we have any RIPs, which is why I'm just breezing right past it. I don't, I don't think we. Did we have anybody? I don't think so. Not that Not I'm that aware I've of. Seen. <clears throat> yeah. Not that I've seen. But anyway, I had like. And of course, the queen, it's. Uh, it's and Tuesday. Sydney Poitier, R.I.P. Yeah. And one of them wasn't even real, so yeah. I just said to hell with it. But anyway, since I've talked to you last, did I tell you that I had cocktails with one Mike Sherman? Well, you told me you had cocktails and partied with him and uh, some other people, and then you know spent the weekend in bed because you were so hungover and I got was. in lots of trouble. Yeah. Let's yeah, blame that on that. Mike, can we? Yeah, like, well, sure. We can blame lots of stuff on Mike. He's he not here the to defend himself. Oh yeah. Let's get another round. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and it, what he doesn't realize is that this Kristen is different from Kristen of yesteryear. Of old, of yesteryear. How so? More, more this settled. Kristen more. Can't drink. I can't drink like that anymore. I just can't. I mean, you can, I, but you shouldn't. Is what you're saying? No, I really, yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't like In other being words, hungover. You face planet what? One and a half drinks as opposed to seven back in the old days. Oh, easily seven. Yeah, <laughs> seven. Yeah. yeah. That was nothing. Seven was a was a couldn't have one for night. each each day of the week. <laughs> no reason to be there. <laughs> mm. All right, yeah. Yeah. Like Maybe that's why your uh, your head is hurting. I know it's been no. three weeks, but that's still, maybe that's why ago. your head. <laughs> weeks ago. No, no, no. I, my head has been hurting since Friday. Uh, and it's on and off, real sharp pain right in the, my forehead, in my fard. Mm-hmm. You know you fard. You're F-A-R-D. Everybody's got one. <laughs> so, <laughs> But Tylenol, ibuprofen, nothing touching it, really drinking lots of water thinking maybe i'm dehydrated that's not it i think it's it's a migraine from stress is what i think it is well stress can cause you to have all sorts of problems and ailments stressed out about the move jack it's very i hate moving it's the worst packing we can't pack everything because i need to use stuff every day so it's like ah maybe you should just stay down there hey what's your point You're just pissed off because when I first logged into this fucking <coughs> podcast that we do, you were listening to a, a horrible 70s song, and I said, oh, God, what the hell is that? And you got all pissy because it was you. And you're still pissy. 
No, I was. Uh, I you, that you. is my band. You and knew you. That, you so. knew who you were making fun of. That's why not. you did it. I really thought it was the original version. So actually, I guess you did it pretty well. <laughs> I guess we did. But you if you want to like... do shitty songs, do them on your own time. <laughs> all I'm saying. I was just filling the uh, uh, the VU meter, waiting on you to join. And Does she uh, really I... love me. I think she. Come on now, that's America. Don't be dissing. Don't be dissing you know on We've America. Been over this and the horse that got beat to death with no name. That's right. Went much. down Ventura Highway with the sister oh, Golden here. Oh, horrible. where's the Tin Man? The... There he is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, make it stop. Make it stop, y'all. America is not one of my favorite bands. Well, you that's okay. Elton You're not John? old enough. I did not. Elton John was just there in concert. Did you go to that? Mm-hmm. No. I had the good for I had the good fortune. Um, I want to say it was 2004, maybe. Oh, you got uh, to see him play that small room. A small room in Vegas, the I red remember. piano. And I was like standing and the stage was right here and he was like right there. You and I thought him. I can Did never top him? that. I didn't touch him. You thought about there's, it. There's, there was a sign, no touching. There was a Don't sign that said no touching. <laughs> um, but it was very intimate and I thought I can never, I can never really um, surpass that. Hang on, so, I'm taking notes. Got plus I don't like... I don't Jack like. Got uh, with Elton John. I, I don't like sixty-five thousand people. I'm not uh, a fan. In, in the honest. same town, much less in a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you choose Concord as your home. That's right. Yeah. Got to be more than sixty-five thousand no, there now. There's, we're there's over. A, yeah, well, like we're one hundred fifty thousand. I think. Oh Lord, it's time for you to move but, out. But there, are, but I remember when there was uh, there was a time when my dad said, you know, wow, there's. I was almost 30,000 people in Concord. I went, wow. That was a lot of people. We <laughs> get thought. Get out to Midland or Locust. Can't you get you somewhere? Locust, you know? Enochville. Enochville like would a, be good. Coolamy. Uh, something, yeah. Yeah. You should do a smaller town. That's what we need to do. That's what you should do. I'll help you but as then, a realtor. Let me help you sell your house in Concord and find you one somewhere I'm else. Kristen. Let me relocate you, whether you, you want be. to move or not. <laughs> That's She'll drag you screaming and crying <laughs> to your new home. You could live in Rockwell. <laughs> and if you don't yes. say it just that way, then you're in the wrong town. Rockwell. Uh, I used to go to Rockwell, Rock Rockwell, and go swimming at a place called Blue Waters. It was this uh, huge uh, swimming lake pool, but I mean, it was it was a giant pool. It wasn't a lake. Um, it was just it like huge. No, it was as big as a lake, but it was a pool. Blue waters. Blue and, waters. Uh, the, was, that, was that not the name of a cologne in the eighties? Could have been. Blue waters. Savage. Have you seen that commercial with Johnny Depp doing that yeah, damn? Yes. Where he, yes. he's, you know, he picks up his guitar and walks across I can't the do desert it. with the wolves. Savage. With the wolves. <laughs> I, listen. Savage. Mm-mm. Nope. I can't. Right, who him. is it? Who is it? Christian Dior. Who is it? Who is it? Is it Dior? Or is it somebody else? It's uh, I don't know. It's one of those. Anyway, it's pretty funny. Um, what else was I going to say about the Queen? Something I thought. I, is she buried yet? I guess I was just going to ask because I'm the, not paying the, attention. Uh, uh, um, the funeral, I think, or the the burial was today. 
Okay. And we, this is Tuesday when we're recording. And, of course, seven people will pass between now and Friday when this episode airs. Of course they will. And we won't be talking about them. And We won't. Yeah. But uh, did you see the little thing where um, there was some sort of note that uh, uh, King Charles III had written uh, to her, to his mom, his mum, the queen, and it and it was it was folded and laying on top of the casket, and there was a spider sitting on top of it, and uh-uh. a lot of the the videographers trained their cameras on that, and I thought, yeah, she's right there, she's reincarnated as a damn spider, she's watching his ass, letting him okay. know. <laughs> I got Either you, that boy. or the bugs were already crawling in and out of her. And I don't mean to be oh, gross, but I'm just, just dumb. But nasty. I'm just saying, well, she's been dead a long time, and they've been dragging her from, from pillar to post, hither and yon. This poor yeah. lady, just put her in the ground already. It's been t- two weeks, hasn't do it? They, do they embalm people differently over there than we do here? Because <laughs> Uncle Fred didn't last. I'm just saying. <clears throat> I don't over know. Over here, didn't last. No. Uncle Fred? Who the hell is that? That's my uncle. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking of a celebrity. I was like, who's Uncle Fred? Now, was he on with Bozo? No. No, no. That wasn't Uncle Fred. No. Um, Uncle Fred, they embalmed him in, what did he say? Well, great room for a while? No, but, well, they brought him to the house, and I I was staying with my grandmother at the time. They cleared out my bedroom, brought Uncle Fred in, put him right in front of the window where my bed was, and for a couple of days he hung around. And all the family and, came in. Right, but was he embalmed first? Oh, yeah, of course. But he but didn't you know, last? Well, in my view, 15, 20 minutes was too long. I understand. Well, I was the queen, seven. like I say, she it died. scared me to death. It's a couple of weeks ago now. For God's sake, how long does that, yeah. I mean, is somebody touching up her makeup every day or is it a closed casket? I don't know. I haven't watched a single moment of it, not a moment of it. Yeah. And somebody I, I, said see, I, to me. I love the whole cremation thing. I just think that's Oh, fantastic. me too. Sign me up. Forget I'm all that about nonsense. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a box. First of all, I'm claustrophobic. Well, I've already done that one time. I'm I not going to do it again. Yeah. You, did, you should I'm tell that gonna... story, though. I know that story, but I don't know that everybody knows that story. Tell the story <sighs> of how you, you were wanna, buried. You want to hear it now? I think you should tell it. Because uh, it's okay. a cool. Well, it's. Is it going to bring cool, up trauma? Kristen? No, I'll just go to therapy. That's all right. I'm, I'm on, I got somebody on retainer. I, uh, it was 1988. Young Adam, Dr. Adam was three. Oh, Dr. Paging and, Dr. Adam. Uh, paging Dr. Adam. His uh, sister had not been born yet. And I was working at the Fox. Um, and there was uh, the program director uh, called me in and said, uh, hey, guy, how's it going? And I said, yeah, it's going good. Uh, I got this great idea. And there was this promotion going around the country called Buried Alive. Mm. That was a radio stunt typically tied to charity. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what they would do is they would, it wasn't an optical illusion. They would literally put you in a coffin mm. and uh, put you six feet under, mm-hmm. cover, cover you with dirt. And um, so like a dummy... I said I would do it. Now, I was not claustrophobic at all then. I would have gone into space. Did if you somebody volunteer said, or were you drafted? Yeah, I think it was a combination of the two. Were you like, low yeah, man you know, on the totem pole at the time? 
No, not really. I was like doing afternoon drive, you know. Oh, it was so you like were... Yeah. And so they brought in this guy, um, this huckster, if you will, and his name was Dr. Silkini. Do you think no. that was his real name? I don't think so. Dr. Silkini. Dr. Agent Dr. Silkini. He's at the and men's club, I think, right now. <laughs> and so um, I went and met him. Uh, he took me into like a conference room at the hotel where he was staying. And he hypnotized me so that I would be comfortable in my surroundings in the grave. You was hypnotized. I was hypnotized. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, Wait, so, he did this like right before they put you in, or this was like days leading this up was to? The, this was the night before. He hypnotized you the night before. Right. And uh-huh. uh, he told me that I would be so comfortable in my surroundings that it would just be like I was lying on the couch. And I was supposed to be in the ground for 48 hours. 48 John hours? Boy, yeah, John Boy and Billy were doing mornings. Um, it was going to be a broadcast. I had a mic down in the grave. I was going to be broadcasting with John Boy and Billy. And but you were was, in a coffin. How were you going to eat and poop and stuff? Well, uh, first of all, there's no pooping oh. because I had been hypnotized. Not to poop. To, to not need to poop. Mm. Now, I will say... Just in case I needed to pee, there was an empty Gatorade jar hidden behind my pillow in the casket. See? Of course there was. And I I took, um, uh, let's see, Stephen King's It with me, because I love to read. Um, Why are you guys seeing a dark coffin? Well, there was a light down there. Oh, you had a light. And they drilled a hole in the coffin lid just right over my face. And they put a four-inch PVC pipe into it. And through the ground up to the surface of the ground at this, it was uh, Dick Keffer Pontiac on Tybola. It was the uh, uh, participating client in this uh, promotion. They put up a green funeral tent, you know, just like they do in the cemetery. And uh, Channel 36 was out there as they, you know, carried the coffin with me in it and put it in the, lowered it down into the grave and covered it with dirt. And it was August of 1988. You can so imagine how So all that anybody it, could see from the up top was just the PVC pipe sticking out? Well, they could look down the PVC pipe and they could see, you know, just my face. Right, but and people to, that were standing there, all they could see was the PVC pipe coming up out of the right, ground. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And um, one of the guys that I worked with, uh, rock and Roll Animal, I don't know if you remember him or not. He did nights on the Fox. I do not. Uh, he had um, bad kidneys. So um, he needed a kidney transplant. So we were going to do the promotion for the uh, Kidney Foundation. And the deal was people come up and donate, try to raise as much money as we could during the 48 hours. I was supposed to receive a fee. And I was donating that fee to the Kidney Foundation as well. So it was, you know, a charity thing. All They talked about it on the radio, whatever. Now, because it was August and it was so hot, somebody in our promotions department um, brought uh, one of their air conditioners from home, one of these window units, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they took a dryer hose, the you know the coiled dryer hose. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they stuck one end over the top of that pipe that was coming down to me, and they used duct tape to tape the other end to the output of the window air conditioner. Well, it was feast or famine, you know. I think maybe it was 48 degrees in the coffin. I wore shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah. So I froze to death (laughs) at night. And then I woke up in the morning and the air conditioner compressor had gone out and nobody knew it. So it was blowing hot air in my face. Lovely. And uh, being an asthmatic, that was great. I'd love that. that. Probably didn't work out. Right. So anyway, and I'm doing a couple of breaks with uh, John Boy and Billy and, you know, we're making jokes about, you know, being in the, in the grave and, hey, come by and, you know, help, help help with our cause so I can finish my 48 hours and get out of here. Now, how long have uh, you been in there at that point? One. Well, one I day? went in at three o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. And this was seven, eight o'clock that next morning, you know, when I was doing my uh Breaks with so John not Boy quite 24 hours we're talking. No, no, I hadn't been there 24 hours yet. Okay. And, uh, but uh, Her Highness was listening to the breaks, and she commented later, when I heard you talking, I knowed you wasn't going to make it. <laughs> I could tell something was wrong. Always the optimist. Carla. Always, always oh. the optimist. Oh, no. You'll have, have to, to go edit, in. I'll have to edit that, that out. out. Always um, the optimist, that one, Her <laughs> Highness. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, at the 27-hour mark, um, I started having chest pains. Now, I was convinced because my father had just passed away about a year earlier uh, of a heart attack that I thought I was having one. Of course, I was having a panic attack. And one of the reasons I was having a panic attack was I was in a fucking coffin and uh, <laughs> th- they did not dig the whole level. So my head was about six inches lower than my feet. Ah. So after 27 hours, all the fluid in my body, blood and everything else had just pooled in my chest. And so I really was having pressure I just misinterpreted what the pressure was. And I remember the promotions girl um, leaning over and looking down through the hole. And apparently I was a color of not good. A color and she of not said, good. Are you, yeah. Were you responding anymore? Uh, yeah, but uh, she said, are you okay? And I said, no, get me the fuck out of here. And so they called 911. Um, they started digging and it took about 20 minutes by hand to dig, you know, to dig me up. Um, and as soon as they took the lid off the coffin, all the dirt, you know, any remaining dirt, this is the red clay. Cause you know where we live, right. this red dirt falls in on top of me. However, as soon as I raise up, I'm fine soon as I get some, you know, fresh air and I'm not inclined anymore, I set up, gravity takes the fluid away from my chest and I was fine. But ah. um, d- during the, the period where they were digging me up, Dr. Silkini got ran to his hearse. Yes, 
he had a hearse. I forgot that part. Wait that's a what minute. he carried. That's Wait what he carried minute. the coffin around in. <laughs> and he left town, and he left his coffin behind. In fact, when I left the Fox several years later, that coffin was still in in the like the storage room. I am googling this right now. This Dr. Salini. <clears throat> Hang on a minute. Anyway, what? let me finish my story while you search. Obviously, that's not his name. Well, I understand, but what has anybody ever heard of this? Um, this was a uh, this was a promotion that was going around the country at that time, and lots of other you know radio DJs. They followed it with one called "Buried Alive," where you were supposed to be in a block of ice, and that really was a little bit of an optical illusion because you were in an open area. And there was ice all around you, but the people looking from the outside had the impression that you were inside that yeah. ice. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so so they had already called 911. So, um, and even though I said, I, hey, I'm okay. No, you're you're going to the emergency room. We came all this way. You're oh, going. Oh, by God. You're, yeah. 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 So they put, they put me in the ambulance and they take me to, uh, I don't know which hospital. Honestly, it's been so long. And they're rolling me in on a gurney, and all of a sudden, this hand just reaches out and grabs the gurney. It was, a, it was an ER doctor. And he said, uh, I'll take it from here. And Tell so me it was Dr. Silkini. <laughs> no, it was not Dr. It was, he rolls me in to one of those little rooms, you know, and pulls the... Pulls the drape. The drape. And he said... Uh, are you that fucking idiot that was buried alive? And I went, guilty. And he, I mean, he lit into me. He said, do you not realize that that is a form of torture? You know, that's that's what they did to the the prisoners of war POWs. in Vietnam. Why, yep. Yeah, he said, why in the world? And I said, you know, I don't know, just trying to, you know, raise some money for a charity. And he said, God, he said, you know, anytime you are in a situation where you cut off all sensory input, you know, um, then your mind just digs up all this really bad stuff. And and seriously, my dad and my mom had both passed within, you know, an 18-month period right before I did that. And so you just, you just dredge up all these weird memories and visions and stuff. You start thinking about things that... You know, and, and he was right. That's exactly what happened to me. And I think that's why I was, you know, my wife could tell something was wrong when, now let me when we were this. doing our break. Was there bugs crawling in and out of there? Not that I'm aware of, no. Oof. But the, I, the, there, was a little, there was a little tiny uh, blurb in the newspaper the next day, and it was like, uh, um, man in hole <laughs> in grave situation. <laughs> that was the, do you still have that? That's hilarious. I do. I do still have that. Uh, something like that. They tied, tied in the, the word grave situation, you know. Man, man in hole finds himself in grave situation, something like that. And it just had a little blurb of story. But now since then, Kristen, I am, I am claustrophobic. Well, sure, um, now you are. I could stand up in a closet and I'm fine. But if somebody made me lie down in a closet or lie down, like I, I couldn't go to the dentist for a couple of years. Because, you know, when you go to the dentist, what do they do? First thing they, they do, tilt throw your head, head back. 
they'd tilt your head lower than your feet. Oh, I hate that. And it was like, oh, not doing that. I don't like that regardless. I, and I've, yeah. that's never, I've never been in that situation, but I do yeah. not like that feeling. I don't like it. And if, um, <clears throat> and, and my claustrophobia now um, lends itself to, did you find him? Well, I see a whole bunch of stuff about Dr. Silkini. Dr. Silkini's right. Asylum of Horrors. Is this the same, the same person? Guy. Great ghost shows of Dr. Silkini. Uh, there's an article here. I'll Dr. Silkini and his original Great Ghost Show. That was from 1988. Bet this is the yeah, same it's fool. Be this, it's got to be the same guy. Got to be. Um, just... Yeah. Just a very bizarre thing. Now, when we go traveling uh, or if I'm uh, uh, going up somewhere with somebody and there's a bunch of people in the car, I cannot be the guy that's in the third seat in the back. Oh, God, no. Um, Because Mm -hmm. I feel trapped and I can't feel trapped. I freak out. So how do you do on an Uh, aeroplane? I do okay as long as I'm sitting in the aisle. I cannot sit in the center seat, and I can't be trapped in the window seat. Okay. Because you know how it is sometimes if you're traveling with two people, and and you your couple has the center seat and the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to, I mean, a window seat. You never know who's going to come and sit in the aisle seat. Somebody. Especially if, especially if it's somebody that's a pretty good-sized person, and it's really hard, you know, Good sized and guaranteed they're going to fall asleep. So you are stuck right. there. You're stuck there, and I can't mm-hmm. do that. No. Yeah. Well, I get um, it. Yeah. So but you'll never uh, go to Mars is what you're saying. This is what I'm finding. No, Mars can't. is out for me. Yeah. Uh, I'll pass on the Mars thing. And um, I did start painting right after that. Uh, not the kitchen. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, which room? I call it, <laughs> I call it my blue period because I went to the... Uh, I went to the paint store. I built an easel. Uh, I went to the paint store and got me some canvases and got me some paints. And I had watched uh, Bob Ross, you know, on PBS. And sure, he was so painting decided, happy little trees, though. He was, and so I was trying to paint happy trees. But um, what I ended up drawing were like the entrance to hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that is uh, that is my buried alive story. Dark Dr. as shit. Silkini will see you now. Yeah, he will see <clears throat> you now. That's horrible. But uh, yeah, it was. So have you but, ever? You know, st- you ever on. been on a cruise ship? Have you gone on a cruise? I have. Um, yeah, I didn't care I for surprised, that. I surprised her highness when our son was six months old. Doctor Adam was six months old. This was right after this. Right after this. Um, I decide that, uh, no, it was before it because he was, yeah, that's right. Um, this was before the buried alive thing. And we, uh, I got a bargain, uh, quite the bargain on a cruise to the Bahamas and we were on the carnival ship Mardi Gras. And mm-hmm. if you look that up, that is ship number one in the carnival fleet. Uh, it was very tiny. A hundred rooms uh, total. I, I thought it was going to be very romantic, but uh, she put me in the top bunk, and she slept in the bottom <laughs> bunk. If you wanted to take a shower, you had to straddle the toilet. You straddle the toilet and take the um, uh, shower curtain and wrap it around you, and then turn on the shower, 
and the and the shower just drenched you and the toilet because the drain was right beside of the toilet. The toilet and the shower were the same place. How romantic was it, Jack? It wasn't. There you mm-hmm. go. Not at all. Let me just say it wasn't at all. Was the Kathy Lee Gifford on board? Was she singing no, at any point? The, the only thing that saved me was they had a casino on board. Oh, thank God. And Her Highness likes to gamble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that bought me a little bit of a little bit of forgiveness. Thank goodness it was only a three-day cruise. A three-day cruise. I can't believe you took me away from my baby. <laughs> For this. God almighty. I can hear it you know, now. That, that was the, the period of time where I just, you know, couldn't get a clue. Well, the reason that I asked was because uh, I was only ever on one cruise, but I thought the room was awfully small, and I had a balcony. I mean, I was looking out. I had a window. Some people don't have a window. The cheap rooms, you don't even get a window. You're on the interior, and you're just in a basically a closet. I think they put you in a closet. You know what I'm talking about? On these really big ships, there's a lot of interior rooms, and they sell those for dirt cheap. Right. but anyway, so I was watching this documentary the other day. Have you seen this yet? It's called Hell of a Cruise. I have not. I have not. It's on... Excuse me. Mr. Motorcycle Guy's got to ride past <laughs> my house 28 times a day. I thought they um, didn't allow motorcycles on the island. They really don't. This is apparently the only road they're allowed on, so now we just go back and forth and back and forth. It's oh, a lot I of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, this Hell of... I think it's called Hell of a Cruise. It's a documentary, and it's a very... It's trending now on Peacock, if you have the Peacock. Okay. I and, love documentaries. Uh, this one is about the uh, several different cruise ships that were out when COVID first hit. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember? Remember these no, people I on do. the cruise ships got sick and they, and they left them on the dam. Yeah. They wouldn't let them. Uh-uh. No, you'll stay out there. You stay there. <laughs> we'll stay here. We'll you be stay here. out there. You You'll stay on the ship, and we'll let you know when you yeah. guys can come back. Yeah. Can you imagine? I that would flip the fuck out. I would lose. And they were quarantined to their rooms. They weren't allowed oh, to yeah. leave their rooms, and some of them were like three, four weeks. They were out on these boats. Yeah. No. Oh fuck no! Absolutely. I think if that had happened to me, I could never cruise again. Well, I won't cruise again anyway. But I've but, only been on two. I've been on the one I described to you, and then when my brother um, invited me on a uh, on a cruise on a huge ship when when it was uh, I was fifty, so it's been God, it's been eighteen years ago, and that was a good experience. That was fun. The room was huge compared to what I was used to. It was a you know, that, and that was nice. Well, had a real Highness, bathroom. They've they've elevated yeah. themselves to real bathrooms and yeah. Honestly, I would, I didn't mind the cruise itself. There, the pool was about the size of a postage stamp, and this was a big ship that I was on. This was 2017. This is a big ship yeah. now. Right. And the pool was literally the size of a kiddie pool. 28,000 people trying to get in this little pool, and I thought, fuck all that. Yeah. That will not be me. And uh, I was fine on the boat. I had the little patch, you know, behind my ear right. that you wear to not get seasick. Right. But we did have a couple, um, of, couple of stormy days. It was when I got back that I was so dizzy for two weeks, I could not. I just kept walking into walls. I couldn't drive. 
Yeah. They gave me some antivert medicine. That didn't help. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Oh, I was a disaster for about two weeks. And they say that happens to people sometimes. You, you don't yeah. get sick on the boat. It's afterward. Can't get I can't imagine. Seat. I can't imagine, though, having the COVID and having to deal with that. Uh, oh, my God. You got to watch that documentary. It is something else. These poor people. And then when they finally let the people off the boat... The crew stayed on the boot. On the boot. Where am I You're from? The Canada. Beat. You're from Canada. Holy shit. We stayed on I the became, beat. Oh, I've been talking so long. I turned Canadian. Listen, <laughs> these people were on the boot, and uh, the crew and the companies kept saying they had to stay on the boot, and they because they were just waiting. Everybody just wait. These people were on these boats right. for a long time, wait months, and they weren't getting paid. And they had very little food, and they had to stay in their rooms. And so finally, like, State Department people had, and people from these, a lot of people that work the cruise lines, they're either from the Philippines or they're from all these these countries, had to stand up and say, get our fucking people off these boats. What? You can't hold them hostage. Yeah. Let them go. This cruise, I didn't know any of that shit was happening. Hell of a cruise. I got to have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Very intriguing. Now, you watched a different documentary and told suggested which i found amusing there are two documentaries i will never watch and one is one you suggested to me today go ahead oh, and really? tell them what it was oh it was called kistory uh right. it's a two-part a and e uh, biography mm-hmm. on uh, on the band kiss mm-hmm. the other i will not watch would be anything about the red hot chili peppers so there's two right there i didn't i didn't realize you were an anti-kiss person oh god horrible absolutely horrible horrific i would never i don't like their music i don't like them as people paul stanley had too much chest hair there's i have so many issues with that band i i but but i know men like kiss though men men seem to like that i'm not really sure what that is but the chicks liked it too did they yeah their audiences were mostly men mostly but you know the the thing about it uh that i found fascinating is that it was just high-level marketing. That's what it was. I mean, That's all it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was never about the great music. No. It was just about the. It was about the characters and the marketing and the whole thing. Did you know that Paul Stanley only had one ear? Did you know that? I did not. I did not. Where, where's his other one? He was born with one ear. He had a deformity. Get the fuck out of here! And You're that's making why, that up. No, I'm not. And that's why he. Uh, always kept his hair long, even when he was uh, a young lad. He was uh, not very popular, and kids didn't like him. And uh, I think Gene Simmons was the same way. They were both Jewish, and they were both um, kind they of both loners. They both only had and one they, ear. No, Gene had two ears, oh. <laughs> and, a, and a huge tongue. Large came way out tongue. Of mm. Yeah. And uh, but it's just fascinating. <clears throat> I, the thing about documentaries that like me is is it, screw whether or not I like the uh, subject matter, uh, but y- you find out these little fascinating things about these people that you didn't know. I know that Gene Simmons is a huckster. You said the word huckster earlier. I'm going to use it again. Gene yeah. Simmons, huckster huh. of all time. He really is. He's a snake oil salesman. He wasn't a musician. He just he created a band with a show and the. Yeah. It, it wasn't it was, even about was the a, music. It was yeah. almost like a carnival sideshow. Correct. You know, um, and of course, if uh, there's a disclaimer that says 
that uh, uh, Peter Chris and Ace Fraley did not participate in this documentary uh, of their own free will, and they do not agree with any of the views shown. That came on at the beginning. Wait, because they were they Peter were kind Chris of portrayed. I don't think so. No. Well, then he couldn't have participated. I don't th- God's sake. Well, no. This. <laughs> <laughs> well. What kind of PVC pipe you got to have for him to po- participate? That's, that's that's a good point. We might want to do some research. <laughs> this was this was made in 2021 though. So, l- look at your uh, your Google obits and see. Google. Yeah, I'm just curious. Good lord. <laughs> But it was it was uh, hugely fascinating about Casablanca Records, you know, which turned out to be uh, it was their label. Uh, but then it no, became the biggest alive. disco. L- uh, both of them. Well, I what don't about know. Ace Frehley? I haven't gotten to Ace. I thought one of I thought somebody from Kiss died. Maybe not. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I'm going to say something. It's not going to be right. No, they're both alive. Never mind. They're both alive. Both I alive. repeat, okay. both alive. <laughs> Hang on. I guess maybe I was thinking of Eric Carr. Eric Carr died. Eric yeah. Carr did he die. Was, and he was he was actually a really nice guy. I met him. He was and a nice guy. And he died of cancer and and that's that's <clears throat> talked about in this documentary, but it's uh, Eric Carr, very nice guy. There I take yeah. it back. I did like one person who who played in Kiss for a short time. Right. Okay. All right. There. Well, now, now we know how Kristen feels about Kiss. Now, kid, right up there with the to, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Remind me to check with you before suggesting any further items. My bro- <laughs> my my daughter was texting me one night, and I said, why is it taking you so long to answer me? First of all, she texted me first. And she said, oh, I'm at the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Oh. And I said, ugh. Did you tell her she was no longer your daughter? She said, I know, I know, I know you would hate it. You would hate it, but yeah. ev- there's so many people here, and everybody's singing every song. And I said, that's because yeah. they all have the same words. It's not hard to know the words to every Red Hot Chili Peppers mm. song when they're all about California. And she said, eh, Mom, and I'm having a great time. And I said, you're having such a great time that you're texting me. What does that say about the time you're having at the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert? Huh? You're texting your mother. You may have gotten her there. All, all right. right. Pretty sure I did. Daughter nothing. That's right. Um, hey, at 50 minutes in, why don't we take a break? Oh, Jesus. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll we come back. Uh, we'll come back with uh, Win Jackman's Stuff, a classic I have found. You're going to love this one. It was a day that Savannah wasn't going to be... Uh, Savannah. Samantha wasn't going to be able to be with us, so she just gave you random answers to the questions you hadn't even asked. Fantastic. And, I love it. And it turned out really, really funny. Lounger with Kristen and Jack presented each week by the Queen... Well, except for last week. Presented by the Queen City <laughs> Podcast Network. Uh, brand new episodes uh, mostly every Friday. We're also on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Audible.com, Amazon Music, and Podvine. Don't go anywhere. This very lengthy podcast will get into part two in a second. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Sounds a little naughty to me, but I wish you luck. Here we go. Five questions will be asked. And what you're hoping is you're smarter than Jack. I think I told you quite enough. Hey! It really isn't all that tough, so how about trying to win? I said win. Jackman stuff. Yes, time to play the game. On the line is our contestant, Bill. Bill, are you there? Yeah. Bill from Charlotte, and he's going to be brave. Uh, and attempt to play along with Samantha's uh, paper answers that she left here this morning. <laughs> wow. Without knowing the questions. You know, um, <laughs> I thought after she had that last kid yeah. that uh, she was going to be affected uh, for a very long time. And I see that it's working out yeah. exactly as I thought it would. Yeah. All right. Well, you get in the soundproof chamber. All right. Well, good luck to it's you. It's not Will. It's Bill. Well, William Bill. Good night. I called you Phil earlier. You're not going to get your real name. Hang on. It's all the same. There he goes. All right, he's in the soundproof chamber listening to a band that I know he's going to enjoy. I picked the CD up for him uh, over the weekend. Uh, all right, so it's uh, I'm going to give you the name of a television show, and you have to tell me what network it's on. Now, you can decide, or you can go with Samantha's answer. <laughs> She's got them numbered one through five. It's completely up to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Number one, Wings. I'm going to go with Samantha's answer. He wants Samantha's answer. That uh, she says CBS, and I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Number two, Alf. Uh, you know Samantha probably had it right on the first time, so we're we're gonna, we're gonna see what she had on this one. She put NBC, which is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, sixty minutes. She got it right for me last time. Let's go with Sam. You're going with Sam. Uh, she said HBO for this one, which was way off. Number four, Beavis and Butthead. You know, the original I mean, network that it aired on. Original. Um, I might have known that one. Uh, no, she said CMT, and I'm pretty sure that's not it. How about number five, Reading Rainbow? Uh, you know, I said Sam all four. Let's finish it off with what Sam said. <laughs> she said VH1. Reading Rainbow was never on VH1, I'm, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> wow, you only got one right by going with Samantha's answers. Now, uh, he has to get two to beat you. Let's see what happens. Hang on. Right. Don't say anything. He's out. You know, he went with Sam's answers, even though she had never seen the questions. <laughs> and still got one right. <laughs> got one right. Yes. Hey. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that means for me, really. I don't know uh, what that means for you. But hang on, Bill. Phil, Will. And uh, we'll let Jack answer the questions. Let's see how he does. Hang on. Okay. Still hey. TV networks? Yeah, I'm going to give you the name of a show, and you tell me the network it originally aired on. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, Wings. Wings. Remember? I do. Yeah. I'm going to say CBS. Oh, that is correct. No. Number two, ALF. NBC. Yes. Number three, 60 Minutes. CBS. Oof. Number four, Beavis and Butthead. Fox. No. Oh, MTV. Too Dang late. It, too late. Number five, Reading Rainbow. PBS. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's horrible. Uh, Bill, Phil, Will, he did beat you. I'm sorry that you went with uh, Samantha's answers because she was it way off base. 
It, does it bother you that she got one right? Even it, not no, being here? it bothers me that the only way I can win is for her to be out. That, that's what really bothers me. Hey, uh, Bill, hang on. We got a lovely parting gift for you. Thanks for playing and being brave and taking her dumb answers. All right. Uh, Thanks, All right, buddy. Bill. You know, what I, what I find interesting about uh, that exchange is that the contestant and Samantha are just allowed to spew forth multiple answers until they get it right about. No. and then you give it to them no, i no. said vh1 and quickly corrected myself to mtv and i would have gotten that one as well and no. uh, and i was robbed i've and I have witnesses. People have been texting me about this very Kristen thing. Kristen Unfair to the Jackman. I know. Yes. It's, been hearing it's, it for low these decades. It's all over the dark web. Really. Is it? <laughs> it is. It's yeah. It's everywhere on the dark web. Do you have a, wow, this week? Or are we not done? You're going to make me talk some more? What do you think? What do you think? That's a. Do I have. Did you write a book? It's a small novel. A novella. Of course I are you ready to are you ready to roll out of here? Is it about Filatio? It is not about Filatio. Filatio, my bad. The, one of the flavors at the Italian ice Filati. cart up and down the street. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, this this is about you. Oh God. The word of the week, Kristen, mm. is wow. W O W. I will now use it in a small novella. Wow. <clears throat> Jack really enjoyed his word of the week. Kristen called it the wow. That was a great name, too, Jack thought. So he decided to promote it through a clever marketing trick at the local food lion. Jack went into the bathroom and removed all his clothes. No, there wasn't a hurricane coming. Jack had his brother Tank come with him. And when Jack was completely naked, Tank used a magic marker and wrote two giant W's right on his ass cheeks. Once that was done, Jack ran into the cheese aisle and spread his cheeks spelling, wow, what a great advertisement. Miss McCluskey, the head cashier, fainted and fell into the yogurt. Unfortunately, Jack is banned from shopping there any longer. Tank slipped out the back. Well, what, I see? Just don't even, see? I don't even and that's know what, what to that's what, that's what people said at the food line. I know, but I have wow. a picture in my head now that may never go away. Yeah, that was part of the point. To the retinas may be damaged. <laughs> <laughs> to torture you until the end of days. Did you see Lucy? She was saying hello to you to see I it. saw her. Uh, Kristen's little dog, Lucy, was uh, uh, as involved in the podcast as a pet could be. On camera. On camera. On camera. That's right. One of these days, we're going to convert this thing to a video podcast. And uh, I think it'll be so much fun when we do that. Lounge Over the Kristen Jack is presented by the Queen City Podcast Network. Fresh episodes every Friday at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Please give us five stars, please. Uh, we need that affirmation. We're also on audible.com and Amazon Music. You'll find us also on Podvine. Until we meet again, have yourself a great, great week. Don't forget to watch that Kiss documentary. I know you'll love it. Um, it is fascinating. You'll learn something and you'll I'll thank later. I'll do that later. right after I go to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. I <laughs> okay. promise. Wow. That would be a one-two punch for you, wouldn't it? Sure would. All right. Uh, where's Where's Odyssey? I know she wants to say goodbye to you. Maybe she's, Does she? She must be in the... No, she's in the bathroom. Is yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. She's a virtual person and you even intimidate her. Imagine... Imagine. Imagine that. 
All right, bye to see you. Bye to see you, and see you next next weekend, evening. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if we can get you to move. <laughs>